Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. And I'm Heather. And I'm Kathleen. <laughs> and this week we are finishing up with Vad... <laughs> Vad vegan. <laughs> Bad vegan, fame, fraud, fugitives. But before we get into that, let's take care of the show stuff. Um, if you'd like to leave any comments or suggestions, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to email us comments or suggestions or donate on PayPal, our email is doctmepod at gmail.com. We appreciate every goddamn cent. You could literally just send us a penny. We would love it. <laughs> but at least pay for, like, the PayPal yeah. fee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't fuck us. <laughs> Okay, so back to this shit show of a story. Anthony sends Sarma to Rome and puts her up in this hotel instead of that fucking villa, don't think I forgot about it, that he said he owned. Which is so weird. He just looks Did she not remember that? Because I was like, wait a minute. Let's be real, she probably has a hard time keeping all of his lies straight. That's true. So anyway, he sends her there to sort of like get her out of the picture because it's a six hour time difference. Which doesn't seem like much, but I know when my sister lived in Germany, it was hard to keep in touch. And it was like the same thing. Like, you'd be busy with work all day. And then by the time you're like, okay, I can text her. It was like, she's asleep. So. Oh, yeah. No, it was like when my sister-in-law lived in Australia for like most of my children's like early years. And like, she'd be like, oh, it's already your birthday in Australia. Happy birthday. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, cool. Well, we still have some time. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) It's just, uh, you know, obviously we're very happy that she's back in America now because it makes for trips a whole lot easier. But your supply of Tim Tams is running low. So Sarma is very isolated and Anthony like really swoops in and takes over like not only the restaurant, but the whole company. Because at this point, Sarma's like really expanded it. Yeah, she had like a second business. She had one like... uh, San Antonio there's like one in LA yeah she really expanded it was a lot he even holds a staff meeting where he tells them that he's buying Sarma out which I'm sure Jeffrey would have loved to know about <laughs> and I think the main thing is he's like there's if there's any money problems or bills aren't getting paid like come to me not Sarma which just Nobody knows who this guy is. Yeah, it's like, uh, who are you again? Yeah. Like, what's your actual name? <laughs> yes. Can so, I see your driver's license? <laughs> while Sarma is in Italy, she has to wire Anthony $100,000, which then leaves nothing for payroll for her employees. This is which, on like, her. Yeah, which, like, she knew that was going to happen. Like, like, that's... When you're fucking around with your own money, like, whatever, but when you're fucking over your own employees who trust you and whose lives depend on you, like, fuck you. And they seem to you. really care about her. Like, this yeah. isn't, like, a normal business where they're just like, I'm just here for a paycheck. I'll they get really... into that shit later, but... So then she has to scramble to find someone to loan her the money to pay her employees before they find out instead of just, like, telling her husband to go fuck himself. Like... And why does she? I just forget that they're like married. <laughs> like, why does she need to prove herself to him when she's already given him like over a million dollars at this point? I think I've proven my love. So then he goes after her family, trying to scam them and charm them, but it seems to only work on her mom. Of course it does. <sighs> the company is really starting to suffer and lose money, and if anyone tries to intervene, they just end up being fired. 
Yeah, they're just like, this doesn't make sense. And he's just like, you're fired. Yeah, it's almost like Sarma was too embarrassed to deal with it. Like, she can't handle confrontation, which for a business owner, not a great quality. Um, Also, she's just jetting around Europe and shit, posting pictures on her social, which, why would you do that? It doesn't look good for her employees who are dealing with this. Here's us being tourists in Europe. And then emailing the employees to let them know that, hey, don't count on payroll going through. Like, I can't believe these people stayed. Like, if I saw pictures of my boss in Europe and, like, they're and I'm, like, like, waiting to get paid. And they're like, your check may bounce. I'd be like, uh. Fuck you. Peace out. <laughs> like, running a small business is tough. I get that. But if you're not in the dirt, like dirt and mud suffering alongside me, like that's not gonna roll. If I don't get my money within a few days or you fuck up again, like I'm immediately going to the like US Labor Department. Yeah, just like, That's insane. Like you don't fuck with people's money. No, you don't. These people didn't get paid for like a month. So a month it took. Like how do you even like go through that? Like, like, I got bills to pay. Well, and they were talking about, like, how there were families of people working there. Yeah, like, they have, like, a mom and a daughter and stuff. Yeah. Like, just, like what do you even do? Like, hey, can uh, we push my rent back? Like, what the fuck? I can't get in contact with my boss to pay me. Um, the head chef initiates a walkout, which, if you don't have that person in a restaurant, like, you're done. Um, at the very least, you should make sure the head chef is getting paid. paid. Yeah. <laughs> If Papa ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So then she has to start getting more loans to get everything paid back because her priority was getting the restaurant back. Like, not getting the fuck away from this guy who's ruining everybody's lives. Like, Like, bleeding you dry. Why? You're just funneling more money into all this shit. So, yeah, she acts like everything's just going to go back to normal without changing anything. It's so dumb. Nazim joins in with helping of the restaurant, helping Sarma to sort of like slow down Anthony, just take you on the money. But I'm not sure I trust Nazim. Like, I'm not sure. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> like, he seems to be helping Sarma, but he's not like. Like, don't worry about opening your business. Worry about getting his hands out of your pockets. Yeah, he's like helping Sarma like record these calls and talking to her about him. But then he's still going with Anthony to go gamble. Yeah, it's like going on trips and stuff. Yeah, using her money, which he knows that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sarma is still talking to Will, the tech guy that Anthony had, which not sure why at this point. I don't know if she realized Anthony is a con man yet. I don't. I feel like she. There's a lot about her. I like. I just don't understand. Because she acts like at this point I knew, but I couldn't get away. But then all her actions show that. She doesn't have, and just I keeps... I have a hard time seeing the victim. Yeah, at a point, yeah. Like, I just see an accomplice. Yeah. Um, in the interview, she acts like she figured out he was a con man, and yet her actions prove otherwise. She learns that Will the Tech Guy was just another email account of Anthony, which that was a surprise twist. I was like, no. Well, I was like, time. oh, they got this guy on here. Like, oh, yeah, no. I was like, he's no just way. a great actor. Yeah. I was like, no fucking way. Like, 
the way he was talking to her was so similar to the way he talks that I was just like, no, like, there's no way that he has an accomplice like this. You and mean Will Richards 13? Is it real? <laughs> <laughs> Which also, like, is a great way to be able to spy on someone is, yeah. you know, if they willingly give your friend, a.k.a. you, all of their login details, then surprise, you can track yeah. them. This means he's not some ethereal being who just magically knows where she is at all times. He's been reading her emails since he has the passwords. Like, you fucking twat. <laughs> like, I get when women are stuck in abusive relationships because they literally can't, like, afford to get out or they have no one to go to. But, like, she has access through to money through her friends and family. And a whole fucking support system. It's insane. Who's at, telling her this is crazy? At the very least, like, get a private investigator to look into this guy. To find out he's not immortal. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was? Sarma gets in touch with Jeffrey. This part was, like, really weird and made no sense. Uh, she gets in touch with Jeffrey to tell him she has someone who wants to buy the company named Michael Caldonia. But he's a little wor worried because she owes this money to Jeffrey. Like, secret, secret, Michael Caldonia is really Anthony. It was a con. That's the whole thing. Is like, that's why I'm like, but she's not a victim. it didn't go anywhere. They were trying to con them. Like, it's just a whole, like... <sighs> the actor they used for Michael Caldonia for the reenactment looked like fucking Vince McMahon. Like, I was... <laughs> the way he's, like, talking on... Even the way he was walking... <laughs> Like, cracked me up. Okay, I thought the same thing, so. Okay. Sarma just goes along with this plan of lying to Jeffrey, who's been incredibly helpful to her through all these years. Seriously, you open a restaurant for her and then just let her, like, buy him out. And just pay him whatever As she can. She can. Yeah. yeah, like, dude, you're gonna try and scam that kind of friend? But she thought this plan was fine because Jeffrey was gonna get his money, so what was the problem? Even though... He's never given her money, keeps taking money from her, but he'll pay back my friend Jeffrey. I can't but then, pay like, my and then nothing happens with the plan. So I was like, what was the point of this? Because Anthony had told him, had told Jeffrey, like, I need to meet with you, but then he never shows up to meet with him. I, it was like a waste of time of half an episode. I think it just showed I don't know what the so plan was. that she was definitely a part of it and not necessarily completely a victim yeah. and that she knew what was happening. So, surprise, employees again are not being paid after being generous enough to come back and work for Sarma when everything reopened. And no one can get in contact with Sarma or Anthony because they've just completely ghosted them. So shit closes down again, permanently. The problem with this time is that there's some serious investors involved that had to pay back all the bills the first time it closed. So, like, you fuck over poor people, it's fine. But, like, you fuck over rich people... They can afford an attorney. Yeah. Like, the law's coming after you. So, they're not answering any messages or calls from people and just sort of, like, hanging out in Florida. But Sarma didn't see it as being on the run. She's using a fake name. Yes. And she's covering her tattoo. That's being on the run, honey. Yeah, the company logo tattooed on her arm, which was a fucking ugly logo. It was supposed to be a duck, but there were moments she would move and it looked more like a pelican. 
I don't know what kind of duck it was. She's but hanging out in Florida. Maybe it's just the sun. But that's the other thing. She's putting on these giant band-aids on her arm when she could just like not wear tank tops and it's hidden. Because it's up high on her arm. It's Florida, okay? Have you been to Florida? You need to show as but much But they skin don't as they're possible. not always staying in Florida either. I was just like, just just wear some sleeves. Put on a hoodie. Not even a hoodie, just regular t shirt sleeves. But again, she's not on the run, and if anyone asks, her name is Emma. Like, you knew exactly what you were doing. Oh, yeah. Um, They're just, like, constantly on the move and staying wherever there's a casino. So, eventually, they end up in Las Vegas. <sighs> she was so obnoxious at this point. She's left alone often and can't find any healthy food. Which, I was Aww. like, oh, tiny violin. She complains about there being no bookstores and then talks about playing games on her iPad, which, you know you could read ebooks on <laughs> that's a thing so she's not being held hostage because she's left alone often and they're not even sharing rooms so she could just go home at any point but she's not on the run not on the run no um she's depressed which like tells me like she has to know she's going to prison like yeah she knows that she's in fucking deep she's in trouble and she's sad about it which, how do you think the dog feels, like, being dragged around from hotel room to hotel room? Where is he going to shit, God damn it! Oh God, yes. You're going to take him out on the strip in Vegas? Well, I'm keeping that dog in a car while you drive. Like, that is animal abuse. But she cares so much about the dog. Um, Anthony is getting them by by scamming Sarma's mom out of money to keep gambling and paying hotel bills. And they even go back to New York for a day so she can get $60,000 from a friend. Friends and also a fucking idiot. Like, I don't... At this point, we don't know, like, how much her mom was being taken for. But she has no problem taking from a friend. Like, she's upset about her mom, but she's fine taking money from a friend. Well, and all those investors, too. Like, she shit away her money. And she's yeah. fine with, like, shitting away other people's money, like, under all these lies. Like... That's where I'm just like, okay, sure, you had no idea. Yeah. And you're also, like, gonna fuck over your friend when you know this guy is a piece of shit and is just gambling money away. Like, it's... She could have easily turned herself in. She was in New York City. Everyone knows the first one that cracks usually gets a better deal. Like, that's why I'm like, why wouldn't you just go somewhere and tell people what's going on? Seriously. You're not being held hostage. You're not a victim. No. Like... Um, she gets that money and they hit the mother load of tourist traps, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. <laughs> I was like, woo, Dollywood, let's go. <laughs> so like, clearly they're out of ideas of where to go. I mean, obviously big places full of lots of people. Yeah. I was like, if it's not Dollywood, you're going to Branson. Like, <laughs> where else would you go? So how are they finally taken down? May 12th. Happy birthday to me. 2016, Anthony used his credit card in his name, which they did not hit that hard enough, to not only buy chicken wings and pizza from Domino's, but to also have the order delivered to the hotel room they were hiding out in, which is fucking genius. I thought it was nice when they were arrested that the cops gave her a chance to give Anthony a kiss goodbye. Yeah, which like, she didn't want to do. She was disgusted by him. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'll give you a minute with your husband or whatever. You're being dramatic. 
And then the mug shots were rough. Like she looked malnourished and exhausted. And he looked like a well-fed raccoon being caught <laughs> by a motion sensor porch light. And I love that Anthony Caruana, as soon as he found out they had been arrested, he was like going to drive down to Tennessee to get Leon. Yeah, he really gave a shit about that dog. I really hope Anthony's doing well. Uh, Sarma's dad beat him to it. so But just know Leon's okay. He wasn't abandoned in Tennessee. No, he was staying with the really nice guy that she met at uh, Chipotle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They spend 10 days in jail in Tennessee before they're transferred together back to New York. I thought that was so funny. When she's back there is when she finds out just like how much her money her mom gave to him, which is about, they said anywhere between $400,000 and $450,000. Man, she loves her daughter. Sarma is finally bailed out by her dad, but it wasn't just some picnic. She was feeling humiliated and felt like it was all her fault. Like, yeah, you fucked over a lot of people because you were greedy and it fucking backfired in your face. Seriously. Like, you could have spoke up at any point and saved all of these people. Yeah. And they're both looking at, like, 15 years in prison but she does get into contact with Stacy, his ex-wife, who is more than willing to help out. She writes a letter to the judge. <sighs> Stacy, no. <laughs> Stacy, stay out of it. And I love that they take time out of this to let us know the pizza that was ordered that took them down. She didn't consume any of it. She's still like, a vegan. Who gives a shit? Like, I just think it's funny that they got taken down by a pizza order. Oh, and she just happens to be vegan and wouldn't have eaten it anyway. Like, I think that's funnier. I was for the trash panda. <laughs> so Anthony pled guilty to four counts of fourth degree grand larceny, which doesn't sound that bad. And he's basically sentenced to time serve and five years probation, which... It does seem bonkers to get such a light sentence, considering he had prior conviction. And he stole so fucking much like, money. He was on, I, I, they didn't say, like, was he still on probation from that? Because they kind of mentioned at one point about him being on probation. He, he must not have been, because I can't imagine that you would just, like, get such a light sentence, like, while being on probation for something similar. Like, you would think that that would just, like shit your probation down the toilet and you'd have to like like oh your probation's revoked but you would think you'd also look at him like well he has like he stole a car like it's not nothing he has a record there are people who have served more time for some weed oh yeah there's people with life sentences um so he will be done with his probation this month which is may when we're recording so dude's free yeah like he just stole millions of dollars and he just skated on by sarma is offered a plea deal which she accepted and in may 2017 she pled guilty to stealing more than two million dollars from investors scheming to defraud as well as criminal tax fraud charges because of course she wasn't paid her taxes and receives a jail sentence of almost four months and five years probation i like how she was crying in that interview before she goes to prison or whatever about how it wasn't fair that like he was already out or whatever and like she was about to go in and it's like that's how it works when you get out on bail honey like you had the money to get out on bail so you got to stay at home and live 
a nice little life for those, t- you know, couple months or whatever. Yeah, he got time served because he stayed in the prison. Yeah, he didn't like, get out on bail. Yeah, but I thought it was just so funny the way she was crying over that. And it's like... So technically, he was in prison longer because he was in prison for like almost a year. Yeah, I was just like, I was just crying out the whole time when she was like, it just doesn't seem fair. And it's like, do you not know how bail works? <laughs> like... Yeah, she... You could have stayed in. And she waited until the following May to file for divorce, which, why did she wait so long to file for divorce? <laughs> it's expensive, okay? I'm just kidding. She it's had like, the money to get bailed out. It was like, her dad, okay? He wasn't going to pay for her divorce, too. But you think she would have done it, like, right away to make herself look better? Like, oh, yeah, I was under his control, and now I'm out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, stealing $2 million and only serving less than four months and getting five years probation. Was it worth it? That's a lot of money. Two million dollars. Yeah, you're only in prison for four months. Like, I don't know, man. I I would like that four-month break for my kids. Seriously. <laughs> like, and three meals a day, and you get, like, some yard time. I yeah. mean, honestly, it sounds like a vacation. And you get two million dollars. Yeah. She got to go to Europe and all this other stuff. And, of course, she talks about how she tried to convince a guard to eat less meat, which fuck you and she's like i really feel like i reached out to him and like he was really taking it into consideration it's like i'm not taking any prisoners considerate like you ruin people's lives like you don't have any right to judge what people eat like shut up i didn't steal two million cows from someone like come on get it together At one point, she states, I don't think I would have killed somebody if Anthony told me to, by the way. I was like, you don't think? (laughs) How about I wouldn't kill anybody if he told me to? Like, the word she chooses. She thought he was immortal and was going to make her and her dog immortal. Like, she would have done anything. So I think the big question was, was she a victim? No. (laughs) Maybe at first... Yeah, like, you know, initially maybe. And then I think she just kind of like... She married him for his money, which, I mean, he didn't have, but she didn't know that. Like, I think that's very telling. No, and I think that she knew he was a con artist and she was just totally going along for the ride and, you know, being his co-con artist. Do you think she eventually opens another restaurant? I hope not. (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, three strikes, you're out. (laughs) I think she ends up, she has to pay, like, back, six, like, six million or something. Yeah, didn't they do, like, a total, like... Yeah. It was, like, was it, like, six million? But, I mean, like, part like, of it was money back to her mom, and I can't imagine her mom's gonna be like, yes, I need that money. Well, and she was complaining that, like, it it's rough because, like, her mom is supposed to be, like, all, you know, happy in retirement and stuff, and she can't be because, like, he stole all this money from her. I'm just like, you kind of played a part in that. Yeah. Like, Also, like, the fact that, like, she didn't reach out to her mom at any point in any of this. Like, she... That was my thing. Like, you know you don't have any more money, so where is he getting all this money from? Exactly. You just don't ask any questions? No, I I feel like she probably knew it was her mom. I feel like she was totally okay with scamming people and just, like, skating on by, and I don't have any sympathy for her. I just feel bad for Leon. So this part is coming from Heather and not Kathleen, because I don't know if any of your coworkers are listening to this. and I don't want you to get in trouble, but people need to realize your boss is not your friend. 
Like these people were screwed over by Sarma and came back to get screwed over again just because they felt like she was nice and treated them well and like this is a family and like no. No, well and and that's the thing is like I love my job now. I love it so much. I love my bosses. I love what I'm doing. Like, Why are you people. winking? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like rubbing my eye and I was like, did I blink? No, I was just kidding. <laughs> no, um, but no, I, I really love my job and I'm really happy where I'm at right now. And I would have to say that like as much as I love them and as happy I, as I am, like if they didn't pay me. Yeah. I would be, like, really fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, even the people who were trying to help her by letting her know, like, Cause, like I there's don't... all these red flags. And she turns around and just fires them. Because, like, as much as I love my job, I don't do it for free. No. <laughs> like, I have bills to pay. Like, these people do not give a fuck if you can feed your family or not. Like, all they care about is them making money. Like, like my children ask me for something <sighs> every fucking day. Like, I gotta have money, okay? If they were your friend, like, you'd be making more than you deserve. Yeah, like, I just... Like, that was if, what some of if it... If they forgot to pay like, me once, I'd be really upset. If they forgot to pay me, like, a second time, like, oh boy. Yeah, but these people are like, but she was nice. We were a family. And I'm like, no. <sighs> that part just really bothered me. I had to get that out. Yeah, like, love the shit out of my company. Love the people I work for, but... You stop paying me, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, you stop paying me, I'm gone. Like, um, Sarma, of course, is very upset with how she's presented in this um that call at the end she said that was staged like they had her call him to try to like get him to like verify some of the story and yeah i heard that too but i don't know i think that like like i'm i'm sure she's not still like i was like well that called in i was just like this is weird anyway i didn't take that to heart yeah. But people were like, oh, well, listen to this. She's clearly in on it. And I was like, well, no, it was her other actions. Yeah, it was the just whole inaction in saving other people yeah. from getting scammed that made me think she was in on it. Like, the phone call didn't mean shit. I just thought it was, like, silly. Um, Her website, she has several essays dedicated to this. I'll put that in the show notes. She wrote one whole fucking essay with a lot of just shit that, like, doesn't make sense or doesn't really, like, help her seem any better. Her main point of it is that she's working on a book, of course, which is something you can do to make money, to tell her real side of the story. But it's not going to be out until at least 2023 when nobody will give a shit about this anymore. She also wanted everyone to know that she didn't marry him for his money. She was forced to marry him. Because he kept pushing it. Like, just stop talking to him. Like, you left him at one point and came back. It doesn't make sense. Uh, I think the last thing she wanted is to let everybody know that her employees had been repaid back in full in early 2020 via proceeds from her participation in this film, which is like, great, she paid him back. Five years later... And I feel like that was probably like a Netflix stipulation. They yeah. were like, okay, we'll pay you for this documentary. Because we don't pay people for documentaries, but... Yeah, we'll pay you for this documentary. We feel bad for these people. But it's to pay all these people you fucked over. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I have no sympathy. You're paying them back five years later. Like, it's like, I mean, you shouldn't You be took the money from them to begin with. from your crimes. Yeah. Like, like, 
in there like a whole fucking rule about like yeah. if you're in prison you can't profit from your crimes like if you write a book it should be to pay all of your fucking restitution she just wanted people to know she's not that bad she paid back these people no netflix paid back these people and five years later when at that point they're already th- past that <sighs> um yeah reading her shit just made me more angry uh, one of them is a letter she wrote to him when she had she had no intention of like sending it to him and she wrote it when she was like out on bail and in it she talks about how disgusting he is and how he's fat and just rips into him by body shaming him over and over and it's but she's not shallow well yeah there was an updated note where she says apologies for all my fat insults in the letter below i am not the kind of person who would ever shame someone in that way not ever but this is obviously different any way i could lash out at him i would and his fatness was a way i could insult him like, how is that any different than I would never use a racial slur except for this one time, but that's because this guy deserved it and I knew it would upset him. And he's black. Like, like okay. <laughs> like, I would never could, do this. You could insult But I know him it's going to upset him if I do. Then no. For being a, a piece of shit. Slimy con artist. <laughs> like, you don't have to bring his size into it. She brings it up a lot. Not to mention, like, you married him and you were apparently in love with him so yeah. clearly you didn't have too much of a problem with it i was like this whole thing where like sex with him was disgusting and i'm like then you married him for his money like i don't usually have sex with people that i'm not in some way attracted to i don't know about <laughs> you heather but just that's kind of how it works or i'm bored but other than that <laughs> or i'm getting paid <laughs> No, <laughs> just don't kidding. say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it was just her a lot of like, well, this was what really was going on. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. Like, how are you forced into marrying him? Like, you did not have a gun to your head. This wasn't like a forced family arranged marriage. Like, No. Like, your life was not in danger. I just, I can't. I'm sure we'll get shit on about not understanding gaslighting and but I just there's a point where it's like no no once she started taking other people's money that was when it was just like no yeah and you saw how it was hurting these people yeah she took money from her own mother <sighs> are we done yeah are we done yeah I'm done I'm, I'm done so we appreciate you guys listening I'm sure we'll be back next week something fun we gotta do something fun i saw a couple new things coming to netflix i'm excited about yes (laughs) got some good shit coming this summer all right so okay bye bye thank you for listening to talk to me the opening music is by twisterium for comments or suggestions we can be reached by email at doctomepod at gmail.com find us on twitter at doctomepod and find a link to our facebook group in the show notes thank you